Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back finally. It's been a while to discuss Bleach Season 2, Episodes 12 and 13, Stars and the Stray, which we'll be discussing first. I love this fucking episode. I didn't even know I needed it until it happened. Story by Noriyuki Abe. Directed by Takuji Kimura, or Kimura, and written by Genke Yoshimura. I gave this one a 10 out of 10. This was a banger. I was sucked in from beginning to end. It was a lovely body bottle episode with contextualization on the world in which resides outside of the walls of nobility and even broke it down a little bit further. I loved everything about this story, about how it evolved, about how two people I hadn't seen at all together in a certain limelight has taken over my entire ship that was crashed and burned now on a rugged (laughs) piece of land in shambles because I have Renji and Rukia and man that height difference alone oh my god yeah they pulled this out of their ass I think this is the best episode of the season thus far And I am looking forward to getting more types of arcs and storylines like this that really add weight to these characters because all we're getting thus far is plot, 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 (laughs) but no layering of what the world actually is. So Renji is reflecting as he's spilling a lot of blood about his childhood. And we we uh, get the information that he and Rukia were childhood friends. I'm going to say Rukia and Rukia both interchangeably because I can't help myself, apparently. But it starts with explaining that there are 80 districts it starts from one being the best 80 being pretty much the dregs of criminal hell underbelly and he is a poor orphan like many others that just need to survive they do trickery just to obtain water i will say when they stole the water young Rinji was adorable But when they stole the water and they were just standing there as they successfully tied him so that he couldn't chase them, why were you standing around? Get tactical, Marines! So no, I'm not surprised at all that he grabbed his big old stick, which he was ready to beat y'all with. Mind you, that's that's a huge weapon, sir. You're not just going to hurt them. You're going to cause brain damage. And I think that may have been... The point to eliminate them from the equation from the gene pool and he chases them down the street as they're running with the water i'm about to whip somebody's ass 
Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. I love even as a child, Rakia is just an absolute badass because as they are slagging behind the one friend's like, I can't even run anymore. My legs have cramped up. She comes out of nowhere with the drop kick between them. Don't even introduce herself. Just like, come on this way. I got you. They end up at a shelter where they share the bounty of the water. However, before she can get her share from the group, because Renji is a good one like that. It turns out this other guy thinks that people with spiritual kids with spiritual energy are the ones that are truly deserved of any rewards such as food where everyone else just gets water <laughs> which is fucked up and makes this little kid cry as her poor little candies i don't know if it was a he or a she are all over the ground now which is uncool right before rukia is even able to taste her first candy but she confronts the bully, but not only does she confront him by taking him a peg, literally down, she also sets an example of, I'm not trying to humiliate you just to humiliate you. I need you to understand that just because we have soul energy doesn't make us different than anyone else here. We shall respect each other. And everyone respects her for her dignity even Renji says back then she just had this this certain glow about her some refinement maybe we gonna find out she really come from a noble family because she did compared to everyone around her seem as if she had been raised in the lap of luxury and not just a street rat Despite the fact that all of the friends are clearly in love with her, (laughs) which makes Renji a little jealous, they are a family and continue to be a family for, what, 10 years from the time they met? They are barely separated from each other. I love in the river, he's trying to prove his prowess by catching fish and she just looks at a flower and everyone's like oh my god despite his jealousy though Renji doesn't he doesn't take it out on Rakia He allows his friends to be bedazzled by her because in the background, he's just as bedazzled and he admires her and he even chased her when she left. She's like, oh, what's wrong? Is something wrong? And he's like, no, I just don't want to admit that I came to find you because you're that type of aura I want to be around. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're weird. He's like, I'm not weird. You're weird. You're both weird. You're both so cute. And then they grow up and their childhood friends have died because despite despite the love and the family that they found within each other, 
the world that they live in is a cruel place where all of the adults are either, what did they say, thieves or murderers. So for us to avoid that life, even though Rukia commits to never becoming a soul reaper when they both find out that they have soul energy with Rukia, of course, having much more and more accomplished before Renji is, she decides that to hold on to him to have a better life so that she doesn't lose him to go to the soul society. And I definitely think that when I mean, we saw that was her decision, but I can't help but think that was the motivations behind that decision, not just for the better life, but to keep the one person that is her family that she loves the most because she could have gone on like others. We see one of the other, um, someone else that was promoted which you can, because they saw his chariot or something to that effect, but he knew that they were hungry. And then she had passed out because he sensed her or she sensed her, his spiritual energy or vice versa. So that's how they first realized that they had the potential to become soul reapers, but they declined that life because as long as they have their family, they're happy. But unfortunately, reality came crashing down on that on that nostalgia and they were forced to go into soul society school where Renji's background, his uncouthness, even though he's an eager student, which should be not frowned upon. It is a, a mark against him because everyone else knows where he's come from. Oh yeah. They said the 75th or 78th district. In the on the cold and gray Chicago morning, that little baby child is born in the ghetto, in the ghetto. But we know that Rukia has a tendency to, wherever she's gone throughout her life, charm her way through despite her background. And I think that shows and and her easily adaptability at uh, growing her spiritual energy it gets the it gets the uh the attention of the Kurikuchi family i think i said that right and thus they decide to adopt her something that you can see she's very reluctant to accept and would have not probably done so if Renji had in that moment decided to friend zone her, but also <laughs> to tell her, Oh, I'm so jealous. Cause he was, he was running in to tell her how he passed his exams and here, here she is being adopted into nobility. And despite her coming up to him after class and saying, I like your enthusiasm, never lose that about yourself. And they are never going to understand where we came from. That, that need to see her do better and be better because that's what she truly deserves. He puts his own feelings aside and congratulates her and that that tear that turned into a star they ask you how you are you just have to say that you're fine when you're not really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand 
my favorite shot of the episode was when he was running down the hallway and did they and they did the first person point of view and he almost ran into those two girls i was like oh that's that's unique and i like that a lot i hope we get more of this director i don't see his name anywhere (laughs) in the rest of the season and that makes me sad oh no the finale the finale nope i i stand corrected not the finale well shit he did an amazing job uh so yeah she goes into the the nobility and that is where the rift kind of spurred between them there's a moment in which he passes her adopted brother but he can't even look the man in the eye he's got that much power and he feels intimidated by him but he's tried very much to try to become this man's equal because he sees him as the person in the way of his right to Rakia, which is beautiful and so leveled on so many ways. So as he's dying, he realizes that his anger this entire time is misplaced because while sure, It is her connection to Ichigo that got her in the cell. It is his decision not to tell her how he truly felt that day and stop her from making the mistake of getting of getting involved in the politics of this world that we saw has its cruelty. uh, Thinking in his mind, he admits, I thought it would make her happy. I thought it would bring her happiness. And that was a mistake. And he says, I'm swallowing my pride here. I need you to save her because I've tried and tried to beat that man. And clearly, if you can beat me and you have the power that they say you do, then you are the best chance of beating him. And that's what we need right now. Ichigo's face. What more do you want from me? Now let's talk about the unfortunate episode 13 miracles or miracle, the mysterious new hero a story and directed by Chiaki Khan and written by Masahiro Okubo. I did not like this episode. (laughs) Let's put that out there right now. Genta going out with his heavily abused sister. One, why is he shaking his ass like that? Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Just shake that ass, bitch, and let me see what you got. Like, okay, you doing chores, so you want to twerk a little bit. But when you was watching... Which I was happy to see Hatton Clogs, but the brief scene we got, which was him considering the benefits of a protein diet, I, I didn't get any further progression. And this felt the ultimate filler of filler episodes because I could care less 
about any of these children. <laughs> I did not expect to see uh, Kanonji, I'm just going to call him Canon, coming back to make the Karakura superheroes amongst the the mini squad behind the scenes which is the little girl uh jenta the girl is your ruru or something i'm just gonna call her ruru <laughs> or ru karen who is aggressively a tomboy and her sister Yuzu, they both have spiritual energy, so I suppose they wanted to try to do something with that. Taking a break from the main storyline. Sure, I can appreciate it being here for the purpose of what it was here for, but the humor simply just did not work for me. Uh, the kitten soul being, being also this uh spiritual being that could be summoned by the pure justice of their cause to fight an insane amount of hollows i mean knowing that since ichigo left there's been an increase of hollows around that's a good insight into what's been happening in the real but how they all assimilated because he's supposed to be their mentor, but he keeps absolutely cringing every time that <laughs> they're in a fight unless he absolutely thinks he can win with his one move, which is a cannonball. And then we have the absolute creepiness that made me cringe of him rolling up in his pink Cadillac talking about, what up, ladies? Are you fucking serious? I am disgusted maybe just maybe we don't need to have all this casual pedophilia we get it enough with the way in which their father expresses his love <laughs> but the the point is there's a mini version or a teen version teen titan version of our main superheroes that may show up here and there in these types of story arcs. And I'm not going to be pleased anytime it happens because this all came back to, I fed a cat. It decided to follow me. It got hit by a car. And so I felt guilty about it. And now it's my guardian cat and no one else put two and two together that the cat was the lion uh and so now they have a secret and then she cries because she misses her friend raku even though it's been half a second and you, this this is a lot <laughs> a whole lot of nada so i gave it a six out of ten and that is gonna sum up our review can't wait to get back into the next couple of episodes where we go back to where the storyline i most care about is unfolding speaking of cats hopefully we get much more from yurichi i thought this guy was supposed to be a main character so i'm surprised we're not getting much more from their side of things and what he's doing i just remember from the grapevine <laughs> that he's supposed to be one of the the top 20 characters anyway um 
I think I saw it on a list. I didn't read it, but <laughs> I saw it. I did casual, okay? Yeah, I, 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 did, I did try to do some homework before I got into the series. But yeah, um, now that we see there is personal relationships going on, I really just want to get to the rescuing of Rukia because I felt like, I feel like right now it's taking forever. So let's get back to there. Or unless you want to give me more backstory, like that, the episode um, 12, then I'm down. But if it ain't going to be that, then we need to move forward. I don't need too many more fights before we get up to the tower because it's just starting to feel like a video game. And I'm not particularly keen on that feeling. Once again, if you want to send feedback, like our couch at gmail.com, you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, if black or magic.